All right, you guys know how much I love Strava Craft Coffee, but Strava Craft Coffee needs to know how much we love them. Let's help the sponsor out, guys. You can now save 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR25 or 20% off every purchase for life when you subscribe to their subscription service, which you decide what dosage, what flavor, when it comes to you every two, four, six, eight weeks. Try the CBD-infused delicious, delicious Strava Craft Coffee now. You won't regret it. It's my go-to choice with CBD to treat my anxiety, some my joint pain, which I feel already as a young man. I need Strava. I love Strava. Check them out. Use code DNVR25. Okay. We are actually live. It Hello. Is, it is take three on the Losers Lounge. That was almost a winner's lounge. Brennan Boat, TJ McBride, Superstar Dev, getting used to these introductions. Let's just get right into it this time. TJ, do you have a big takeaway as the Nuggets drop one late to the Brooklyn Nets at home? My big takeaway is that this game is virtually meaningless in the grand scheme of things. I think I want to start there because it's very easy to get down on a game where you led by 21 and then lost. But Denver on the second night of a back-to-back -back have played a ton of games, ton of injuries that they are currently dealing with. And they played lineups tonight that I don't think anybody even thought was possible to play together. So I'm frankly not surprised and I'm not worried. So I think that's where I wanted to start the conversation tonight is that's my big takeaway is that this is virtually meaningless overall dev overreaction underreaction from tj i didn't even hear what tj said yes <laughs> we're, off, we're killing it uh, <laughs> well what's your big two T tj doesn't think it's a big deal this oh loss. yeah this this is not a game that could be a big deal sorry about that tj it was it's okay i'm man. trying to make sure that we, okay. we get our our people back um <laughs> but no that's not it's not a game that you can overreact about um funky lineups Gave guys their first meaningful minutes uh, of their, you know, NBA careers for some of them. Um, a lot of guys that are not playing. Like, this was a game that you said, let's go out here, let's stay healthy. And they did that. Yep. So, that you can't overreact about. When you play Vlako Chantra the most minutes off the bench, this is going to be the outcome yeah. of most games. And that's okay. That is not a horrible thing right now. So, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm just not concerned. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. My big takeaway is that was a game that I think Michael Malone was comfortable losing. Yes. And there's maybe more than one reason for that. I think you can see that the reflect the rotations reflected that tonight. Uh, but let's just start by breaking down the, the, the players. We'll go through this box score. Not the best finish for Nikola Jokic tonight, TJ. No. Obviously, there's the, uh, the no call at the end of the game. Looks clean to me alive. I have seen a replay since over the basket. I think he definitely got fouled. I think superstars usually get that call. But Nikola Jokic also usually closes games out, and yes. tonight, TJ, he didn't. He did not. He missed so many shots he always hits. And that's not to say they were wide open. They're not bunnies, necessarily. But they were all shots that are very comfortably within his repertoire. And shots that he has regularly hit in crunch time in big games at the end of them. So to see them not fall, not just once, but two, but three, but four times, that was startling. I'm just not used to seeing Jokic miss those shots. And that, I don't think it means anything more than just tiredness. Like, again, second night of a back-to-back -back after playing with a bunch of injured guys, and you're not able to fully get the maximum of Nikola Jokic. So it's not surprising to me that it went a little bit awry. But yeah, it's not. it was a struggle for him to close this game, to say it at the least. What did you think of Jokic tonight, Dev? Uh, I think that Jokic was fatigued. Like, you can see the fatigue kick in, very tired. And, and, and it, it makes sense. They played last night, you know, a really good game. Then they go and have to play again tonight. It, it's the fatigue mi mixed in with just, like, frustration. Like, this yeah. was a game that Jokic was upset with the refs like visibly upset um 
he spent a whole lot of time wondering like this was his whole like the entire mm -hmm. night like what is happening here like i don't understand why i'm getting fouled every single play then it was inconsistent refing i'll say that um as far as they were letting him play but then there was time they weren't letting him play and then i think that that just was like well we don't know what to do in this type of situation um, but we've we've seen we've seen Jokic close teams out by himself. Yeah, with Tonight, or, with or without the calls, way. right? Yep, yeah. yep. So these are shots that he he normally hits, and we know he's going to hit. You know, moving forward, um, and he knows that like he didn't close out the, the way that he he should have. And, and if there's something that we know about Jokic is he's going to bounce back. He's going to be right back into that spot, and that's still a pretty good game from him, a really good game. Yeah, I mean, I just thought, look, he, d he did just miss some shots. I also thought only five turnovers, but two or three of them were, were not Jokic-like, right? Yeah. Um, credit to Blake Griffin, who played well. And a couple well. of them could be put on Michael Porter, too, in the whole DHO Especially that DHO. Sure. He's yep. got to go harder through that. Um, but it didn't work out that way. So he finishes 0 of 5 from deep tonight, Nikola Jokic. And I do think if he hits those threes... We're looking at a really great night. Yeah. And we're probably not talking about this end of the game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, maybe some tired legs from Yoke. For sure. And on top of that, though, just like elaborate on the officiating part. Everyone will want to look at that last play, but Denver really lost tonight because they played Marcus Howard, Faku Composo, Vlako Chanchar, Bol Bol, and JaVale McGee as their bench unit. Like, you're going to have struggles throughout this game against one of the elite teams in basketball when you're playing when you're playing that type of a lineup. And again, they wanted to rest tonight. They wanted to do their, their best to get their guys some kind of reprieve from what they've been going through. But that's, it's the biggest indicator as to why they lost to me is who they were playing. Let's talk about Michael Porter Jr. opens that game with 11 points Man. in the first roughly two and a half minutes. The first 11 of the points for uh, points for Denver total, I believe. Um, he was incredible in that first half. In the first half alone, straight up outplayed KD. Mm -hmm. Porter, though, guys, not yet a full game hot streak guy. It's a quarter, maybe. It's a half at a time. It's a tale of two halves for him tonight. Finishes 28 points, 11 of 17 from the field. TJ, what do you think of Porter's performance? Very reminiscent of young Jamal Murray. Mm. Still looking to put together the ability to consistently impact a game. The handles aren't quite there yet. He's still looking for the ways to be able to be more impactful defensively, especially against a guy like Kevin Durant. So to me, it felt like young Jamal Murray when he was still trying to find all of the ways he can impact the game, not just the individual ways he knows he can. So that was very reminiscent to me. It felt like old Jamal Murray still trying to find his way, which is very expected for Michael Porter right now where he's at. Did Porter treat this like a showcase game as we expected? <laughs> Absolutely. First and and it's did, funny yeah. that you say the showcase because like in AAU or like just like when you're young, you have to like show that because Kevin Durant, we know he's an incredible player, but he was like, I'm going to try to show you that I'm also a really good player and like I'm an up and coming player in this league. Michael Porter Jr.'s night tonight was like an up and down type of night. Like there was, he started out, there was yeah Mike moments. He was he yeah. looked like the best player on the court, like, at times. And then later in the game, they get more physical with him. They're making him work harder on defense, and, like, he's missing, like, a few assignments. He's not shooting the ball, and he's not playing with the exact same confidence that he started the game with. And for a player to be such an offensive, like, um, fire, like, fireman, yeah. like, he's just on fire, you don't expect him to just slow down in a game or just not be aggressive the same type of ways um, that I wish that he would have. Because he was going at Kevin Durant. He was actually going after him. He's scoring on him on one-on-ones. Um, and then from just in the second half, it just was not the same. So you want his, his confidence to stay high and you look, like, make sure that you keep going through your guy. I thought he shrank a little bit, guys. Yes, I thought I he shrank. And the DHO where he 
that's what it was. Kind of like a wet noodle comes yeah, through, soft. and and that was a big moment. And yeah. and this is a game that he was in control of for large stretches. I did expect different from him there, whether that's fair or not. Um, and then the transition attempt on KD, yeah, uh, where it did feel a little bit to me like Porter looked up, saw it was Kevin Durant, and overthought what he usually does naturally, which is just score. It was very clear that there are still flaws within Michael Porter's game tonight. Like it was clear that he can't run the two man. And he played great. To he be clear. played great. This he was eleven of seventeen and hit six of his ten threes tonight. He had twenty eight. But it's also an indicator for the future playoff series that Denver is going to play this season that Michael Porter, you can't yet rely on him to get into a two man game when the game really gets locked down and you have to find a way to get a bucket and rely on him. And again, to expect that of him at this stage is also unfair. I'm not saying he should be there, but it's also been very clear now that he's not that guy that you can rely on right now. He may take leaps forward, but he's not going to become anywhere near even Monte Morris's level of understanding in that regard. I I think he's well on his way. I mean, if you look at Jokic's just raw assist totals to Porter, it happens. But Dev, do you agree that, I mean, to some extent, this is the difference, right, between looking at Murray and Jokic at the end of the game? Of course. And also, like, the, the moment that, like, stood out for me the most was just how mentally how how Yoke, I mean, sorry, Kevin Durant understood the moment yeah. and, and what was happening. There was a lot of times that he would get Michael Porter Jr. on him. He would read, like, the double team or, like, know that something's happening. Kevin Durant could have went for, like, two regular dunks. He skips it out to yep. Kyrie Irving. He makes the three. That changes, like, the momentum in the game. It's just the understanding of, okay, this guy, had, he doesn't know that yet. So that comes with time. So I'm glad that Michael Porter Jr. has these moments where he can learn on the fly. He's going to go back. This is a game that you watch a lot of film on. Yes. Film on yes. And you say these are like these are the things that you have to learn to be, especially with you being – whenever you compare Michael Porter Jr., it's to Durant. Yep. You, you, you show him these type of things like, hey, at this moment, he could have scored here. And you know Michael Porter Jr. wants to score, but he makes the, the smart play. He makes the right play. Um, these are the type of things you have to add to your game, and that's where the IQ like stands yeah. out. Adam Mata has tweeted perfectly. These are some of the most important reps that Porter has had. Mm-hmm. Those are Full huge. Full stop, end of huge. conversation. And also, for him to see both of those things in the same game, yes. him outplay Kevin Durant, him get thoroughly outplayed, and hey, this is what it's about, yeah? Four quarters, and in those moments, you know you're talented enough. Carry yourself that way. He's very young. I'm not. I'm not just hammering him. This is natural, but it's growth, and and that's what we're talking about And it was clear because he started out just coming out trying to make a point, but Kevin Durant and the experience closed the game out, and that's about as good of a symbolism as for where they're at as I can make. I thought we saw another good game from Facundo Composo tonight, DJ. Uh, Just a little short on the rebounds, just two rebounds tonight, five assists, three steals. Look, there were the occasional moments where they just shot Mm -hmm. right over the top of them. but I thought he also, there were possessions where he made like a million rotations, and he was just a, a gnat all night. I mean that in a positive connotation. Um, Dev, what would you think of Faku's night? He had 19 points tonight. Um, and, and really, Faku is just, he's clutch. I think that those moments are, are, are the things for him. Like, there's a few shots that he shoots tonight, I'm like, there's no way he makes that. Like, he's just not going to yeah. make that because he needs that moment. He's like a, a guy that takes over in the moment. He goes 8 of 8 from the free throw line. Uh, makes a lot of smart reads. Like you said, the rotations are there. This is not a game you could blame on Faku. He also, no one's stopping Ky- uh, Kyrie Irving, yeah, but yeah. he gave him different looks. He's an irritant, uh, had him frustrated the entire time. Um, so you have to take those moments. Also, we talk about Michael Porter Jr. needing those minutes 
this is a game that Faku like could actually like yeah. compare himself and say these are the things that I work on. That's not an easy assignment. That's just for no for nobody. Like you can't just go come into this league and think Kyrie Irving tonight. Like you have to guard him. Let's see what you do. And Kyrie got the better of him. Like Kyrie had a great game, thirty-one points on eleven of seventeen shooting. Like, like don't was, get me wrong, he made it difficult. Yeah, yeah. But like it, Kyrie had his way, and it did not take anything away from what Faku did on the court. And yeah. it, it wasn't all Faku either. I mean, some yeah. of those That's tough baseline 100%. shots he hit but on Jokic five assists, and J Mike. Three steals, zero turnovers. The points Ooh. are all extra. If you can run a team like that and make an impact defensively, you're going to help this Denver Nuggets team for where they're at. And that just speaks volumes for me. Being and that first it. half. He had all of the momentum. Yep. He's hitting huge shots. He's getting his guys into the spot. Like, the the Nuggets kind of – and that's that's where you look at this game and you just say this is not the Nuggets team. Mm -hmm. Because when, when the starters were in, they had all of the momentum. They're up 20 points in the game. They put in that backup unit just to give their guys a night off, and that's where I like, changed the game. Yep. So you can't be upset about Faku for those, for those type of moments because – the momentum was on his side. He's playing really well, and then you have to sit it down for a long time. Like, that's just not that's not what you're going to do. Yeah. Agreed. All right, let's keep it moving a little bit faster uh, as we wrap up the starters here. Austin Rivers, I thought he was okay tonight. He's uh, 5'9 from the field, 5 rebounds, 12 points. Uh, I thought active on D. You know, he wasn't tremendous, but to ask Austin Rivers to come in and start at this point, I don't know how much more you can ask from him. There is nobody on the market you were ever going to find who could impact the game this much considering where Denver was at. Like, he's done exactly what you wanted to do and then some, in my opinion. I got no qualms with Austin Rivers. What do you think, Def, of Austin Rivers' night? Yeah, it was it was really good, especially that first first half. He first was a part of the great. momentum uh, squad. The, the starters got out to such a hot, like, start of the game, and then yeah. they got take, taken away from them. Then it's like go back in there when the momentum's not on your side anymore. That's just a, that's a tough task for anyone. Right. But also, like, for the Nuggets to come in against Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and that Brooklyn team, and to basically be in control that entire game with their backups. Like, Austin Rivers was on the couch, you know, two months ago, and he comes in and he's, like, a part of the real rotation. That's just something that you did not expect, something that you did not see. Um, he comes in the game, scores 12 points. Like, the points are starting to come. So you're starting to see the positives too. His Austin legs are Rivers. back. He's His like, legs are fine. Yep, he's back. starting to look like himself. Um, spark plug that can actually score. So that's that's you can't be upset with him. And they need each other. Austin Rivers and the Nuggets desperately need each other. Yeah. And they're doing everything they can to fit what each other need. And it's made for a very, very, very nice unison. Couple of super chats. Molly Hunt super chat for the super spin assist from MPJ to Faku three. Yes. Uh, that was yes. awesome. I, I can't remember the exact chain of events, but there was also, I think it was a Faku steal, finds Jokic, who finds Porter, yeah. uh, something like that. A couple of really fun moments from Faku, no doubt about it. Uh, last starter, guys, and this is a guy who did not have a very good game. And that was Jermichael Green, who, again, I, I'm going to have to go back and double check. I thought he was the primary assignment against KD, at least to start the game. Um, I know that changed, but it looked like Porter was on Brown. 3 of 12 from the field tonight, guys. Um, six rebounds, but the most important thing about the rebound column for J-Mike is the rebound that was not. <laughs> yes. He tries to put back the Jokic miss at the end of the game, fumbles it off of his hands, goes out of bounds. 
I don't want to hammer the guy too much, but I don't want to sugarcoat it. Jamichael Green is in a he's in a slump, TJ. Yeah. Yes, and he's not shooting well anymore. Right. That was the indicator was he was steady defensively and able to hit threes. Yeah. That made him a productive and helpful player regardless of the lineup he played him in. That is no longer the case. Um, with that being said, the Millsap, Green, Porter lineups when they usually have a better complement of bench players has been lights out inflammatory, like plus 45 net rating good. But recently, Jermichael Green, in a vacuum individually, has not stacked up. He has to play better or Denver is not going to play very well. Yeah, for you to come in and be the 3 yeah. and D guy and then you don't do either one of yep. those things, yep. like yep. what are you out there doing then? You or, know, like, or That rebounds. makes it tough. Yeah. Also, he gets pushed into the starting lineup like with a very tough assignment um, and Kevin Durant kind of just controls the game you know, in, in every way. And then on the other end against a team that you really are supposed to score against, your shot's not falling and that opens up everything else yep. because even when Brooklyn went up so big, you were like, okay, they're going to come back in the game because it's all offense with them. Right. Really, like if you're missing shots, they're not going to be missing these shots. That was actually like the difference in the game was the efficiency. Like Brooklyn did not miss many shots. And then you're missing Shh. all of these shots. That That's tough to win a game when, when shots are not going in, especially against a team that is only trying to score. It shows the margin of error for Denver. If they don't defend at a very good level, it all falls apart. They the, Tonight, the net shot 62% from the field and 51.5 from three. That's just mind-numbing numbers. Nobody shoots that over a game. Like You have to defend better if you want any chance to win a game if you're Denver. All right, guys, let's take our first break. Then we'll come back. We'll talk about all the other guys that played, and we'll talk about maybe why they played. I mean, if <laughs> any of us had an issue uh, with that. Guys, and I'm talking to you fellas here. Have you tried Manscaped yet? It's about time that someone put men's grooming uh, at the top of their priority list. You can get 20% off right now using code DNVR at manscaped.com. What does that get you? Well, check out the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. It comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, which is waterproof, cordless body trimmer. Uh, there's an LED light, which apparently is useful. You don't know that until you try it. Um, <laughs> It's almost impossible to cut yourself with this thing. It's incredible. So check it out. The perfect package or performance package, um, you get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, that's a $39 value dollar ad, and uh, the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers. So my favorite boxers that I'm wearing these days, fellas. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code DNVR at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code DNVR. It's 2021. If you still got bush, you got no excuses. So change that. Every man needs a ball deodorant. It's That's the end right. of the conversation. It's true. It's actually true. And you have uh, to. This one's for the ladies, too. Every person needs insurance. And uh, almost all of us have something in common, and that's that we need to get a better insurance. So you can do that with Gabby. That's G-A-B-Y. Anyone want to guess what it stands for? Get a better insurance. They're that's not insurance good. providers, but they are essentially price shoppers. Um, they're going to take a look at what you're paying. They're going to let you know how much you could be saving. On average, Gabby customers say $961 per year. Uh, and these guys don't sell your info. These guys and girls, I should say. No no annoying spam. No robocalls. Like I said, maybe Eric calls you in the middle of the night, but that's not part of their deal. He's just he's just <laughs> crazy. Just Put your policy to the test like we did. Get a better insurance with Gabby. Totally free to check out. No obligation. Gabby.com slash DNVR. That's G-A-B-I.com slash dnvr one more time gabby.com slash dnvr okay we're back and we have plenty to talk about like uh the rest of the team that played tonight <laughs> it was the unusual suspects of course we saw shaquille harrison off the bench 15 minutes for vlaco chanchar 12 plus minutes for bull bull 13 and a half minutes for marcus howard dev scale of one to ten how surprised were you to see who we saw on the court tonight 
that was the person that that was literally his his first meaningful shot in the NBA. He's never had minutes that meant anything ever. Period. So that was that was fun to watch, and especially because that that's the one guy. I mean, he he could be out of the league very soon, you know. So for him to have his moment and to just be, be able to showcase something that's not garbage time, Agreed. was fun and it was good. And he he went at Kyrie Irving on a few yeah. plays, so like you put that on the highlights. Um, he's making shots, and that's really what he was brought into the NBA for is a shot maker. Yeah. Um, you know, change of pace type of guy that made some tough shots, and we got to see that tonight. Uh, so I was very very surprised with, with, with him making shots. <laughs> They didn't really have anyone else to play, so it's not, like, incredibly surprising, but also it's staggering to, like, look at the list of I mean, players who were on the court together. When he checked in, you're thinking, wait, this, is a, this game counts, yeah. right? Um, but we should set the stage if you didn't know. Paul Millsap sat this game for rest. Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon sat this game with right calf tightness. And then Zeke Najee did not play with the question. Zeke Najee did yeah. not play. So on one hand, wow, Malone played some weird guys. On the other hand, who else would have played? Yeah. Um, and so that, guys, brings me to this take, if you will. Um, this was a premeditated decision. The Nuggets looked at this game, said back-to-back, let's get some rest for some of our guys. We are comfortable losing to the Brooklyn Nets because A, they're the Brooklyn Nets, yeah. and B, to be frank, guys, and we've seen Malone do this before, I'll stop short of saying that they're throwing games, but they're comfortable losing games. Um, or, if they're going to win it, that's the fashion he'd like to do yeah. it, right? A vibe train, a hype train through some of these guys. Just sort of instill some some hype in the team, but more to the point, get them some minutes. And if you lose, you're still slotted. You're still likely to get Dallas here in the four or five. Yeah, I kind of wish that he would have made a decision and stuck with it though. Like, mm. I, I I I don't like the fact that Jokic and them still get to 35 minutes <laughs> and things yeah, like that. If right. you're gonna do it, like actually give them rest or just win the game. You know, like that. That's something that I I wish that he would have done. I, you know, either give those guys those minutes. Hey, you've earned it. This is your night to, you know, to do this, or just give them the night off. Um, so that that's just how I, I picked that one up. Michael Malone will try and make the correct premeditated decision, yeah. but in the heat of the game, he is never going to be able to make that decision. Like it is who Michael Malone, and not just Malone, it is also who Nikola Jokic is. Nikola Jokic is not going to be like, all right, coach, we're probably going to lose this game. We got playoffs coming. I'm gonna sit down for the fourth quarter. Like that was never going to happen. So this is kind of who they are, and we and that's one thing that's frustrating, and also in my opinion, is wrong. Like you should be resting. Jokic tonight. If you're going to rest Gordon and you're going to rest Millsap, yeah. just start McGee. I, I, I what agree, are we but, doing? I agree, but like we always do this with Jamal. Well, it's not up to Malone. It's not. I don't think it's up to Malone with it's Jokic. It's not. It yeah. absolutely is not. And, and Tim Connolly has spoken with the media before about how Nikola Jokic does not ever want to take a rest. He wants to play every game he can. I do see this comment um, from Gustavo. If they're comfortable losing games, they need to rest the players. They yeah. did. I mean, they did rest guys tonight. I know not Jokic, uh, but they did all the same. I thought it was really cool to see Marcus Howard hit shots. I thought in garbage time he looked like one of the worst, like even garbage time <laughs> yeah. players I've ever seen. <laughs> Apparently, all he needed was for the game to like the minutes to really matter. Um, there a, is a future. A, allergic to passing, allergic to passing. <laughs> yes. but he can score. Guys, Bull Bull got twelve more minutes against the Nets. If you remember, it feels like a lifetime ago now. The first time Malone had to scramble with these rotations, he started Bull against Brooklyn, and he gave him the KD assignment. Tonight, though, guys, Bull 0 for 3. Not much of an impact in 12 minutes. Uh, I did not think he played well at all, Dev. That, was... that, that, that one pissed me off because he's usually <laughs> so fun. He's so fun. Like, everybody's at the edge of their seats every single time. 
that he's like out there. He's one of those guys like in AAU, like you just keep your your camera out That's because fair. you know something's gonna happen. You're like. Do something. Do something. But Tonight also, he didn't have it going. He no. doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Okay, Bobo could be fun in five years, but he's so far away yeah. from being somebody who's going to impact a winning team now. Like, it just isn't a thing that is real. And it's fun to watch him play, but he literally had one rebound in his minutes tonight, and that is all that he did. What did you guys think of JaVale McGee tonight? 11 minutes. I thought they were all over the place. And that's... <laughs> JaVale has not shed that skin yet, right? No. For whatever he's... He's gained as a veteran and now a multiple-time world champion. To some extent, TJ, he's he's still JaVale McGee. Yeah, when you have more turnovers than, shot, than shots made, it's going to be a JaVale McGee kind of a night. And that just is what it is. And to be fair to him, he still did good things. Like, his defensive impact of just being JaVale McGee was helpful. And there were things that were good. But overall, JaVale McGee is there to provide rim protection and energy. And other than that, there's not a whole lot he brings to the table for this Nuggets team. So it was pretty standard. I think that he was uh, atrocious tonight. I really do. I think that he was <laughs> very, very bad. Yeah. Um, those turnovers were like <laughs> the reason that the momentum shifted and yeah. changed right in that moment. Yeah. And then on top of that, he, he has those two misses. They were two minute misses in the middle of having those two turnovers, and he just throws it at the rim. Mm -hmm. They go off and score. Like His minutes were bad tonight. Um, but also, you like, give off the you give everyone else the night off. Who else do you go to? I mean, that's look at what who makes he was so playing tough. with. Yeah, and also that's another thing is just like who he was surrounded by. He felt like he was the playmaker, <laughs> and he was. At that's no time will he ever be the playmaker ever. It just it should never happen. Who would you rather make plays, Bull Bull or Javale McGee? Bull Bull. Really? Yes. Vlaco or or Javale McGee? Vlaco. I, I, okay, well I'm not there, but. Still, that is what he was dealing with, and those were the options that were outside of him making things happen. So, I'm yeah, I mean, other than that, it's you, you play it's Marcus Paul, Paul Millsap tonight, or Shaq too. Harrison, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're so. missing guys, so he, yeah. he steps in. Uh, so overall, guys, I mean, we all sort of touched on it a bit as you reflect on Malone's decision making, the train of thought that I've at least tossed out there. I know you said. You maybe stay consistent with it. You got to rest Jokic. Overall, do you have an issue with the rotations and the approach tonight? None, because there weren't enough players to play. This is exactly what had to happen. And again, Jokic was not going to agree to rest, so that is fine, and I understand it. Part of it, too, I should say, yeah, he he had to play other guys. He, he stuck with them. He stuck sure. with them for a while, and maybe far longer than, than some expected. Dev, any issue with the rotation? I just feel like it should have been flipped. Give the starters 15 minutes. With you on that one. And, and give the other guys the 35 minutes. Like, you lose this game, you, you kind of went into it with the mindset that you're going to lose this game. Let your guys rest. If Jokic says, I don't want to rest, that's why you play him 15 minutes. Like, hey, you had your time <laughs> yeah. out there. You got to get your like reps in. You got to run. But we're being smart about this decision now. So I, I just wish that he would have went all out on the rest because I, you could look at it and say that they did rest, but 35 minutes – it's still a lot of minutes. 36 for your, your MVP candidate that you're going to have to ride in the playoffs. This is the last home game. I feel like maybe they that they wanted to give their, their home arena like something. Maybe, yeah. But that's just a little bit tough like for me. 
And Michael Porter playing 34 minutes tonight's not good either. Like, Jokic is the MVP yeah. and most important, but Porter still has, like, and again, he's been very healthy. This is not to say he has injury issues, but you still have to kind of think about his back in the back of your brain, especially when he's taking up such a bigger role that you want to at least ease him into it. I do think, though, part of what happened is it ju it went so much better than according yeah. to plan. Yeah. That all of a sudden they're looking at this thinking... And then Mil and then Malone can't stop himself. How great would it be to go and win this game? Yeah. And and you know Jokic is thinking that, and you know Porter is But again, Vlaco playing so. 15 and a half minutes and leading the bench in minutes played, they should have played more. Big picture in terms of ramifications, it's not a big deal. But guys, the Nuggets had been, I mean, on an otherworldly tear since losing yeah. Jamal Murray, all things considered. A couple of tough losses here. Have have those vibes dried up, Dev? Or or do you did you watch this game and does any of it leave you thinking, man? I still feel kind of good about Denver heading into the postseason. Yeah, and also to be in a situation where you're still controlling, like you can still control other matchups. You, they clearly felt as if they're in a spot that they're comfortable playing the Mavericks because that's who they're slotted against. If this is a game that you know somebody else is there. I feel like they go all-out effort. You don't yeah. sit these guys. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Aaron Gordon would be playing. Paul Millsap plays. You you definitely aren't going to be playing Marcus Howard those type of minutes. So I feel like if they feel comfortable about it, I have to feel comfortable about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not the one out there playing. Um, but just having having them ha have that type of confidence and giving their guys, like, like nights off, that that's needed. Kale, do we have any super chats, buddy? Uh, one more that you guys didn't get to. Can you pull it up for me? It's a great point, though, because he does. He gets so wide because he wants to get that angle to get the three-point shot off. It gives him that extra eight inches of space, but it gives it extra room that you have to make the pass, and it gives right. it room to blow up said DHO. Which, if so. you're willing to take those sharper angles, like when Jokic is the DHO man, you actually can't cheat that yep. as a defender at all. Especially so. knowing that the defense is going to key in on blowing that exact action up. It but is yeah, a little a bit three-happy, but then also just like... It's a lesson learned. I'm sure he's going to follow it away. That's why we said the reps were so important tonight. Hit, hit that thing like, like whip it around that corner. I'm excited man. when he realizes that he's two steps away from dunking when he actually takes the DHO and drives hard. I'm really excited to see what that looks like when he yeah. realizes it. All right, let's take another break, guys. And we will talk about, once I figure it out, we're going to talk <laughs> about our friends at DraftKings. This, uh, the hits literally keep on coming from one boxing event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation, and this weekend is no different. Uh, it is the weekend. How did that fight work out? Does anyone know? What was the what Canelo was the one tonight? Canelo won? In the eighth won. round, yeah. So some of you guys, some of you probably just cashed out. All you had to do was bet uh, $1, and if the fighter of your choice won, you can turn it into $55. DraftKings has a ton of these promotions just about every week, just about every weekend. Sometimes it's one to win 55. Sometimes it's one to win 100. Uh, what you got to know uh, to not miss any of these, download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up for a limited time. All new users. Well, this deal's passed. You can't bet on that fight because it happened, but keep an eye out. Keep an eye out for these promotions, for these deals. Uh, they call them no brainers. And it's essentially DraftKings putting money in your pocket. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. TJ, have you had the burger at our bar recently? Not recently. Okay, well, it's changed. It's changed, guys. It's now made of Wagyu beef. What? 
Brought to you by our friends at Hassle Cattle Company, the absolute best source for farm-to-table Wagyu beef in the <laughs> Can country. I this still? They call themselves <laughs> Blue Collar Wagyu, the Blue Collar Beef, because they're affordable for every man and woman that wants to get their hands on some some Wagyu goodness. Head to HassleCattleCompany.com. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L CattleCompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off. That's DNVR10 for 10% off. And hey, any orders over $200, you get free shipping. Go crazy. Go wild. Or just come on down to the DNVR bar. Get yourself a Wagyu burger. Maybe the Nuggets lose a close game, but then the Avs win a close one. Vibes are still tight. This is the best place on earth. And there's still beer and burgers. You can't go wrong with that. And we are really excited, guys. Really excited to be talking about our friends at Illegal Pete's once again. As you guys know, the pandemic shut down lots of restaurants. Illegal Pete's was one of them. They've been back in action for a while now, and now we are back in a partnership with, uh, man, just the homies. I, I can't wait to go get some Illegal Pete's. Adam Mars eats Illegal Pete's at least once a week, so if you want to know what to order, make sure you ask him. They've got their sound check promotion going on. If you don't know about this, uh, all locations offer a free draft beer or house mark with the purchase of an adult entree when the guest shows a same-day ticket to any event. That's our music. That's our speed. Go to a game. Go to Illegal Pete's and have a drink, too. We're all about it. Um, Illegal Pete's launched party mugs during the pandemic. 32 ounces of their house margarita, which is four times the size of a house mark. Sounds like a party to me. Four times, huh? They have happy hour at all locations from 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Uh, so check out any of their six locations in Denver. And hey, if you're feeling generous, make sure you just, just let them know that we sent you. All right, guys, we are back. And I think it's time to uh, to break open the circle of trust again. It's been a while. Oh. It's been a while since we peered oh. in. Much has changed in Nuggets Land. <laughs> For example, Austin Rivers started a game tonight. So that's <laughs> that's one thing. Um so I'm going to go through the list, TJ. This might be your first time playing the game. It is, actually. Just going to give you some outcomes, some scenarios, some some possessions. And you tell me if this is in your... your. I trust this. I trust this look. So, for example, at this point, Dev, Facundo Campazzo, open from three-point range, open to wide open. Is he in your circle of trust? This one actually changes. Mm. Regular, Faku? No. End of the game, Faku? <laughs> Absolutely in my circle of trust. When the when the stage is the biggest, he steps up and he hits the big shot. It's great. Take. And I have no doubt. I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to go in. But if it's a regular, like, seven minutes still left in the second quarter, I'm, it's not in my circle of trust. It's just it's actually far away. Man, I think that's good. Like, it's it wavers, right? It's like 37 to 40%, yeah. which is really good. But also all of these shots are wide open. And it is, it is hard to feel like there's a, a, a ton of... Like yeah, this is this shot's going in. It feels like every time it does, I get up in celebration. Pleasant yeah. surprise. I am the opposite. Faku Composo is shooting thirty nine point six percent from three in the last fifteen games before tonight. When he is open, which is the only time he shoots, I feel like it's going to go in forty percent of the time. <laughs> I am comfortable with him shooting open shots because he knows exactly which ones to take. He will not take a bad shot, so I'm comfortable whenever he takes those open threes. Every single time. It may not always go in, but you need a threatening shooter, and he will always do his best to make those shots. Yeah, I don't know if he's a threatening shooter, but look, if defenses are going to leave you wide open at some point, you have to take and make those shots. And if you're taking three a game at the very minimal amount of minutes that he's playing and being able to make 35 36%, that is going to be threatening enough to be on the scouting report. I'm with Dev, though. I'm with Dev. I I like this comment. He's a winner, and that's proven to be true. Yes. I I think if the game's on the line, all right, give me a Faku three. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on. Porter in the DHO. Okay, so for the first few weeks that they really busted this out, it looked legitimately unguardable. As we touched on earlier, 
whether that's defenses wising up, a bit of Porter's approach, hasn't been as effective. It's the fourth quarter, TJ. Jokic, Jokic picks the ball up, and he calls for that cut. He motions for Porter. How confident, how confident are you? Out of the circle of trust. Oh. I do not trust it oh. at all yet. He hasn't figured out the angles he needs to be able to utilize. This just takes reps. This is nothing against Porter. I am not admonishing Porter yet. This just takes time to understand the very, very minutia that it requires to be great in that two-man game in the DHO. It took Jamal Murray two and a half years to figure That's it out. That's a great point. So I'm not surprised at all that Michael Porter is going to take a little while to get there. But no, out of the circle of trust for now. Dev? It's in my circle, whew, but it depends who they're playing. Mm. <laughs> it's a good point. Because when guys are physical with them and, and they have a guy that's a st like the MPJ stopper or just like wants to do it, like right now they can key in on them, so they put their guy on them. Yep. Usually they have Jamal Murray. Usually they have Will Barton. Usually they have Monta. You know, other guys where it takes away the, the pressure of trying to slow him down. Right now they know that they can slow down him then you have a chance because Jokic is the one that's handing the ball off in the DHL. Um, so now guys are just blowing it up. And you saw that a lot tonight. So yep. um, that's why, you know, like at times I'd have to go with TJ because tonight you saw them blow it up. He's coming off of his soft. Yeah. He doesn't understand like the cadence and how to actually get around it the right way. But against anyone else that's not all the way physical with him, it's a bucket every single time, and they also have reads on it. It's a great And they've point. been running it with right. Aaron Gordon usually right. because there's so many wrinkles that, that could happen off of it. Um, so I'm, it's in my circle, and he'll get better over time with it. Yeah, if the shot's up, if he gets the shot off, yeah. could not be any deeper in the circle of You trust. said it perfect, the physicalness. If they're yeah. not crazy physical, that is always going to be a winning formula. The second they decide to try and get in the middle of Porter and Jokic as they try and do that DHO, everything goes awry very quickly. I really don't know if, if he knows how to react to their – like he doesn't have a counter. I agree. I think that's what it is. He hasn't learned the timing of how to be set himself up for a passing angle yet, which just takes time. Yeah. Porter contested three. I got to say, guys, after tonight. In the – I am in It's the in circle my of circle of trust for, for like any Whew. basketball player doing anything on the planet. God. Honestly, I think that it's – all the way in the circle, and it's because there is no contested. Three. There is none. You can't contest any shot he takes. You could either foul him or you try to blow up something before it happens. When he has the ball in his hands, he gets a look at the shot, squares up. Just get back on defense. Is this a bucket? It's a bucket going up. KD tonight said that he respects Porter but doesn't think he plays like him. And I agree with that, but this is the one part where he really does play like Kevin Durant, is that no one bothers him. It doesn't matter. He was right from the second he walked into the NBA. That when he pulls up from three off the dribble, when he actually elevates, it, 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 there's not a soul who can bother him. And I do fully believe that. TJ, you kind of answered this already, Dev. Not just the DHO specifically, but the Jokic-Porter two-man game at this point. Across four quarters. Just, it's a, it's, a, it's a tight moment. They're looking at each other. You know, one of them's been hot. How confident are you that they can manufacture points? It's in my circle of trust. They trust each other, and they're yeah. they're only getting better, um, and and that's just that's scary. It really is scary that they're going to continue to get better. Um, you have the MVP in the league, and then you have a future All Star in the league on the same team, right? Yeah. And he's still nowhere near what he's going to be, and he's really damn good. Um, I'm I trust it all the way. I can't wait to see what Porter does this off season. I know we're getting ahead right. of it, but like. Man, is that it's, going to be exciting? That that kid has a big, big offseason out of him, and I Jeez. think all signs point to him understanding the whole situation and, and what's required of him. But 
I mean, man, it like... And the hard part's taken care of. Like, the shot is easy. The sure. finishing is easy. Sure. You're this is all about fine Lower body strength, hand yep. strength. Hand right? strength. Handle. Handles and the hand strength. Um, That's the one. These are things that can be improved. And so, with the, <laughs> yeah, does he come back with any of that in his bag? And if you go to last year, he was still trying to learn how to function in the NBA. Yeah. How to learn the plays. Now, this year, you're like, okay, now I'm a part of the rotation. I'm here. I have to get better at these very small things. Yeah. Those are those are simple things for him. You know, like, and it, it takes time, like, catching the ball, grabbing a oop. Yep. Like, and he's a basketball player. Getting stronger uh, on, like, physical teams. He's yeah. going to add that to his game while already having an unstoppable jumper and a smooth shooting stroke. Think that's, about how much scary. he grew defensively in one yep. year. And that's one of the hardest things to grow in terms of who he's guarding. If he can do that much in one season with one of the shortest off-seasons that has ever existed, I'm very excited, man. I'm really excited for what he can do this off-season. The comments are loving the physicality point, um, which I'm pretty sure is a made-up word by sports media people. <laughs> but it's, not in the, it's not in the Webster Dictionary. It, it, Come on. Like, and that's why these reps are important, too, and not just KD. But that that's going to be Mike's life in the playoffs, mm -hmm. yeah? And, and so... How, how does he respond to that? Okay, Jermichael Green open three. To start the season, it was the most trustworthy thing that could happen. It was like an arguably the number one optimal result for a possession. Yeah. Uh, now it doesn't really feel that way. TJ, you pointed out some interesting data to me that J. Mike's been shooting better than it feels. Nonetheless, tonight he was laying bricks. Let's be very real. Statistically, from the top of the key in the right wing, he cannot make a three right now. But from the corners, he is shooting like nine of 19 from three right now. Like he has been, and that's in the last 15 games. This is not season long. This is very recent time. So he can and is good at shooting corner threes. The problem is that he's become a bailout option at the end of possessions when they're at the bottom of the shot clock and you're asking him to create all of a sudden on a bench unit. Like when you mesh him into that, it's going to be problematic. So I do think within the flow of the offense, he's in the circle of trust. Outside of it, he is not. That's kind of where I fall. What do you think, Dev? I'm on the same thing. Uh, one person that comes to mind for me is, and he said it with the with the numbers thing, is P.J. Tucker. Yeah, I will watch comp. so many P.J. Tucker games in really that Houston team and stuff when he was there. And I felt like he missed every shot he took. And then they go to the numbers and they're like, he's having the best three-point right. person. I'm like, what are we watching? When does he make shots? Like, I don't yeah. see it. I don't trust it right now because he is in that funk. And, I, and, and my mind just keeps on playing bad game after bad game after bad game. But it's because of the inconsistency. That's why he's not in my circle of trust. He has his nights that he, like, only takes two or three shots and he makes one. The numbers don't look so bad. But when you really need him to make these shots, like in a game like this tonight, and he doesn't step up, you remember those. Like, they, they, they stay on your mind. Until he starts making them at a consistent basis, like, he's out of my circle of trust. Do you here. think Denver wins tonight if Millsap plays instead of Jermichael Green? I do. It's interesting. I do. I think so, too. I, I agree with it. I Green, agree with Green you. was the lone starter that struggled, mm -hmm. man. I agree um, with you. But I guess steady. resting Millsap. It's a good decision. Green that's not, that's not the point of that. Yeah. Okay, Jermichael Green, anything else other than a three? <laughs> I trust his steady defense, and that's it. Yeah, I don't even know how steady that's been lately. But you also know what he'll give you. You can at least plan around it in a game plan sense and be able to know where these Two gaps exist. Two three horrible fouls. Terrible. And he, this is the thing. Clippers have said this forever, too. He'll have one bad turnover and one just mind-numbing foul per game. Right, that's right. what he does. Dev, any, anything J. Mike does other than a three, is that in your circle? He's so inconsistent right now. And also, 
the Nuggets have started to go with Paul Millsap over him. Like, they've actually been, like, having him play those games. Yeah. They even, like, have been, like, out loud about it. Like, Mike, I mean, Millsap's not playing on the second night of back-to-backs um, and things like that. But he's their first option. Like, they're, they're resting Millsap so that they could go through him in those type of games and stuff. So, I'm, I'm, he's out of my circle right now. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, guys, we'll end on a fun one here. Marcus Howard, three. <laughs> Sold. Is it Sign in your circle up. of trust, Deb? Seth Curry Absolutely incoming. Not. Let's go. No. <laughs> I'm not going to be no. tricked by tonight. I have seen this guy. First off, his plus minus has to be one of the worst in the NBA. Like, He's played like 14 minutes in the NBA. <laughs> and I bet you he has lost all of those minutes. It's, oh. it's actually really bad. He's... He's he's just a gunner. He's shooting every single time he touches it. As he should. No, no, you don't do that. <laughs> also, if he's shooting it every time he touches it, and then you have Bobo shooting it every time he touches like it's just it's not setting up for you learning the game. Who of basketball shoots instead of him tonight off the bench? That's my that's my honest question. If they didn't shoot the ball at all, they win the game tonight. If the bench doesn't if, shoot if at they all just tonight, did not, they win because they were up by so many points. You just second don't shoot st- Second stint Marcus Howard was a little Marcus bit like Marcus Howard right. had 13 tonight. They are losing by 15 And they lost the game him. in those minutes with JaVale McGee and him. And I just, I can't And, and the data that. backs it up. They had the I worst plus that. minus on the team. but It happens every, every game. If you watch every game, it doesn't matter if the Nuggets, they only play when the Nuggets are up big. It's horrible plus minuses because it's not real basketball. It's not so minutes. I can't trick myself into thinking that he's a player in this league. I just can't. Future Seth Curry incoming. Just wait for it. It's <sighs> on its way. Yeah, that was really, really fun to watch tonight. <laughs> but. I don't actually believe this, but I hope. So that's where I'm at currently. He, he probably will be the uh, Seth Curry of Russia. He will play in a different country <laughs> next year, and, he'll, and he will like look. Spit my and he will look. What are these Jimmer Fredette like seventy plus point yes, games abroad? Yes. Yeah, Marcus is going to have Jesus. a lot for sure. <laughs> Germany, you're just awful. It's a Clay Thompson commentary in the DNVR Nuggets. <laughs> Howard, Howard in that first half, and that guy scored more points than he than he has all month. Yeah, all month because he hasn't played all month. <laughs> Hey, I, it was a really fun game. I the the results suboptimal, yeah. and, and I know everyone's frustrated. You can look at it and say, like, it stinks, but but where do you go from there? They're still in the four. They still have their their, their chance at Dallas. I think uh, it's they, a number one magic number for the home court, too. Like, they're yeah. going to lock it up. And they played, look, they played a great team, extremely competitive, extremely shorthanded for three quarters. I know a lot of people hate the orange slices and the silver linings. Can you I make a point you don't have too? to take my orange slices. Go ahead. Aaron Gordon and Paul Millsap did not play. They're two best defenders against Kevin Durant, and they still hung in this game. Like, that should be meaningful in this conversation. I would like, look, I would like to see Jokic next time out maybe not play for the fouls down the stretch. Whether he should get Agreed. those calls or Agreed. not, I get it. I get it. I get that every other superstar does. I'm with you. But we also know Jokic is capable of transcending. What, yep. Whether the whistle's in his favor, the matchup's in his favor, he can be the best player in the world. I think he has been all season. So, uh, yeah, I think it's fair to have asked more of him tonight. That said, we'll collect ourselves. We'll enjoy the rest of the weekend. See you guys. Uh, one last super chat. Let's go. Thank you. Hey, I love it. TJ. I love it. I, I think that's the right you. perspective tonight. Won't tell anyone how to fan, but I don't think you have to lose any sleep over this one. Nope, none. All right, boys and girls, thanks for hanging. Thanks for sticking through us through the technical difficulties. We'll be back in a couple of days, hopefully with the Winner's Lounge. Enjoy your weekend.
When is the last time you have been to the dentist? My strong guess, friends, that that has been too long. If you're anything like me, it definitely has been too long, but I know where I'm going. I'm going to my friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. We've had several DNVR listeners switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years. They're now their permanent family dentist. They've let us know that. They've sent us anecdotes, pictures. Uh, Green Mountain Dental Group is in Lakewood. They're the best family-owned dentist in the metro, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. Go ahead and schedule a cleaning and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. You will walk out the door with a free Sonicare toothbrush. Extraordinary value. Don't miss out. Take care of your teeth and do it the right way with our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group.